What's going on, guys? Welcome back. Episode number 18. We finally did it. 18 episodes. We're finally legal. Got a whole lot of stuff to talk about, guys. We'll be talking about some controversial politic issues. I know you all love that. And we'll also be talking about the recent Super Bowl that was such a letdown and why we hated it. Also catch up on what's going on in Chris and I's lives. And guys, we got a lot of great show for you. And thank you so much for tuning in. Yo. Yo, what's up? Chilling like a villain with gold to a filling. I hear that. I hear that. A nice raise you a frosty cold beverage, my friend. All right. <clears throat> what's going on, Chris? Um, enjoying a frosty cold beverage and watching college basketball. That's about it. Word, word. Mm-hmm. Welcome, everybody, to Dope Brothers in a Podcast. This is episode 18, the big 1-8. We are finally legal. Well, actually, we just made 18 episodes. I don't think it has anything to do with the legality. But uh, we are 18 episodes deep, Chris. How are you feeling, man? How's it, how's it feel? Wonderful. Peyton how's Manning, it? 18. A famous 18. Peyton Manning, Super Bowl champion. Puke. Brooke Beringer. More say, respectable. Say puke to Brooke Beringer and we're going to fight. No, nah, I don't want to fight you on that. That's there there I'll fight you on more things, but not that. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so uh, welcome back, everybody. Glad to have you with us. Um, there is just so much in the world, Chris, that is going on. I don't even know where to start, brother. Is there? There is. There's a lot of stuff going on. Okay. I have my news feed pulled up, and I, I, I'm just I'm shaking my head at the times that we live in, um, where I thought we were a little more of a progressive society, but man, are we just taking 15 steps back? Oh boy, what in what way? Um, you know, some controversy down in in Virginia, um, with uh, apparently I believe the governor uh, had a picture resurface where he was actually in blackface and. He was portraying Michael Jackson, um, I believe, was the issue. Uh, was it because Michael Jackson and he put blackface on? What's what's the? Well, he claimed. I, I guess this was in the eighties when he was in med school. Oh, at, when when Mike was still black. Uh, yeah, blackish. All right. I all think right. the transformation might have already begun, but okay. <laughs> I just what, what world. Why do we still think blackface is okay and acceptable? We don't. That's the, so. That's the pro- that's the problem that I'm having with this whole thing. All is right, that this happened in the '80s. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's a it was a, it's a different time, man. Like it's not okay to do it today. But if you dug up all the old shit you did back in high school and in college, uh, I'm sure there's some things that you would regret doing, right? No, um, not at all. Nothing you regret doing, because there's a lot of stuff I regret saying and doing when I was young and dumb and fucking full of testosterone and stupidity and ignorance. And, you know, it was uh, no one ever thought that doing something like that would ever come back and haunt you 30 years down the line. Um, I mean, yeah, I, 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 people grow and change, man. You're, you're dumb as fuck when you're in high school. You make bad decisions. It was the 80s. Like, it wasn't as politically correct as it is now. Obviously, that shit's wrong. It's easy for us to have 2020 hindsight and say, yeah, he's a fucking idiot for doing it. But in the 80s, it was like, ha, ah, that's funny. Like, it's, 
Like uh, Chris, like, blackface wasn't funny ever since the 30s. I uh, mean, I no, don't know where you think 50 years no, later people thought blackface was still funny. It was wrong then. Yeah, but what's the name of the stupid fucking cowboy movie that was like Blazing Saddles? Yeah. Like that... Like, you couldn't make that movie today because it's so insensitive. But at the time, it was like, Absolutely. it was funny just because it wasn't, you know, like, I'm not saying that it was all right. It was just a different time. The dude was in high school or college. Like, he's learned. Like, you can't just be so quick to fucking fire everybody and ruin everybody's life for a really bad fucking joke, you know, 30 fucking years ago. Is it a joke when it's offensive and insensitive, Chris? Or is it just uh, most should have known better? A lot of my jokes are better. And, and cruel. Like it's, I don't know. I'm he sorry, but if, I, if I'm dressing, if I'm better. dressing up like Chris Bonenkamp for Halloween, I'm not painting my face white. I know that's insensitive. I know that's not who I am. I can still be you, just wear a bunch of camo, but <laughs> I, I, wear a bunch oh, of camo and get up on some stilts. But I mean, don't it's, don't it's, don't forget get get a much bigger dick too. Nah, nah, I don't know, bro. Um, I just, I, I just feel like it's, it's, it was in poor taste. Agreed. We got to do better. It's, it's one thing to know better, but we got to do better. I mean, it's just highly in poor taste, even for the '80s. I mean, if he did it like last week, yeah, the, let's fire the son of a bitch. But I have this real problem with going back thirty years and punishing something for somebody did. You know, like that just seems really, really petty to me. Like. He learned it's a fucking bad deal to do. He knows it. He yeah, wouldn't but, do it now. I mean, he's in public office, dude. You know how that goes. They're always going to drag up all your old shit. And it, it, it's a sad thing. And I, I, to your point, you know, 30 years is 30 years ago. You can mature and change over that time, but you serve a public office where people are, you're portraying to be the best of us to represent the rest of us. And then these things start to come out of your closet and it makes people second guess who you are because they don't know that much about you to begin with. So I think it's so much more damaging um, in that public persona because these people don't know much about you when you're representing the state of Virginia, uh, you know, large black populations in those urban areas. And it's, it's, it's something that unfortunately was in poor taste, but it is going to bite you in the ass because you're a public servant. So I agree with you, you know, 30 years ago, hopefully the man has matured, but in the position that he represents, unfortunately, it's it, it's a bite in the ass. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a bite in the ass. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Things are just different. He, he's just a young punk-ass kid did some stupid shit. I can completely relate to that. Yeah, but racism's never okay, Chris. True. Never okay. True. Racism True. is never okay. Yep. Anywho, let's move on to a lighter subject. <laughs> Anything on your mind, Chris? Um, no, not really. I mean, fuck the New England Patriots. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there because the Super Bowl is garbage. You know what is on my mind is Maroon <laughs> 5 and Adam Levine. Um, th- that guy was fucking terrible at the Super Bowl. He sounded terrible. He, uh... He dressed in a, in a way that was terrible. He danced in a way that was terrible. Um, it was. Do we expect anything less? I mean, it was cursed from the very beginning. I don't, since the time they announced this thing. I don't. I don't listen to a lot of Maroon Five, so I really didn't know what to expect. Uh, 
I was I don't know. It was it was fucking trash. Um, the game was trash. The commercials were trash. The half <laughs> the halftime thing was trash. Like I, it was a disappointing Super Bowl. I got the kids amped up to watch commercials. Commercials were. Uh, you know what? I don't need a fucking life lesson on every goddamn commercial. What I want is some some time to laugh at things. I want some time to be silly with things. Uh, I don't need I don't need life lessons. I mean, I, Budweiser had a really Bud Light killed it with their commercial. Did they? Opinion. Did they? Because I thought they were fucking stupid. And then what? The Game it, of Thrones? Yeah, I didn't like it. Perfect. I didn't like it, and I didn't like oh, how you, I didn't sir. like how the the corn. Uh, board the corn uh, corn farmers of America uh, corn syrup. after Bud Light. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just think everybody's too fucking serious. Can we just laugh and be silly? Can we just bust balls and be silly about things and laugh? Like, there's enough serious stuff. There's a, like, it, you're talking about beer for fuck's sake, and <laughs> and the the corn farmers have to get all buttered. Up. Come on, guys, fucking be better. Yeah, I mean, listen. Let's go back to the Super Bowl piece of it. I'm sorry you feel so. Every piece, every piece of it was terrible. That you can't be funny anymore. Yeah. But the Super Bowl was absolutely god awful dog shit. Um, I think it is a culmination of many things plaguing the NFL. Um, the game itself was just well. It was good to see two strong defenses, but of course that doesn't equal a lot of points, which is not what people are t- tuning in for. They don't care about the defense. They want to see the offense. Defensive test of wills. I got to give it to New England. I didn't think their defense was that good to hold uh, was the Rams it, was to three it, points. Was their defense that good, or did Jared Goff just piss down his leg and talk really diss a fucking period? <laughs> because because well, the, the Patriots defense think, wasn't out there two weeks ago shutting Todd Gurley down. Todd Gurley just disappeared two fucking weeks ago. Well, I think it's a, a couple of things here. I think um, – Los Angeles should have stayed committed to the run. Um, New England's had a lot of trouble with the run this year. They should have stayed committed to that. Um, and if I got to be honest with you, I think the moment was just way too big for Jared Goff. Yeah, um, 100%. Just, uh, you know, listen, I think he's a good quarterback. You know, I'm not going to take anything away from the guy. Easy! Easy! I, I, I it's an Alex Smith situation. He can manage the game for you. He can. He's okay. gone out there and played good football games, Chris. Yeah. But yeah. when it, it when Todd Gurley was ripping off 150, 200 yards, anybody looks good at quarterback. But the problem here is, is that Jared Goff doesn't have a killer instinct, and he's probably as soft as a snow cone. I you you got to go out there and and you got to like just you know beat Tom Brady's ass and you you've got to just go out there and just handle business and Jared Goff's not that guy um, yeah I really thought I really thought Wade Phillips was going to have a really good plan to to punish Tom Brady and I thought um, Sue was going to have a big game I thought Aaron Donald was going to have a big game and they really Sue started out like his hair was on fire and then I, they kind of neutralized him a little bit I I was disappointed in the Rams defense um yeah yeah it was it was bad all the way around, man. I didn't like it. Yeah, no, I think it was terrible. Um, but the halftime show, that that monstrosity, um, you know, I, again, it's just – it confuses me. Um, Atlanta is iconic um, in many 
different genres of music for the immense amount of talent that has produced over the years. Don't you say Jermaine Dupree. Don't you fucking dare say Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> Not even Jermaine Dupree. There you go. All right. More as so, as, yeah. more so, more so in the R and B and and hip hop side. Um, the caliber of performers that have come out of Atlanta has been more than more than you could count on one hand. O U T K. There you go, brother. And Man. all I'm saying is, is that you have a golden opportunity in Atlanta to potentially reunite Outkast to yeah to bring get, back bring to back get Outkast. I mean to get like Little John Usher. You could have had Outkast. You could have had some other down south at Ludacris. You could have gotten so many people go. to perform at an Atlanta-based halftime show to make it seem as though you cared about the culture that is Atlanta, right? They don't give a fuck about culture in the NFL. It, it's very clear to me now, Chris. <laughs> it's been clear to me for quite some time, actually. They, they, they but want the, to the have whole, the White the whole, Housewives tune in during halftime. But the, That's whole, what they the whole thing is is that you had this golden opportunity to up, up, uh, like just show the people that you pissed off at the beginning of the season about the reason that they were kneeling that, hey, you know, we get it. We're hip. We're making amends. But let, let's give you at least a good halftime show in your backyard. And then you Not fly Maroon 5 in from Not LA. A and, I mean, listen, they had two huge songs with Cardi B and Rihanna, who both declined to perform with them because of the NFL stance on social issues. That should have been a sign right there. This thing was doomed to fail from the start. Two artists who are on arguably two of their bigger, most recent songs – won't even perform with them. And it, it, it was just like, what the hell did you think was going to happen? And it bombed. It bombed hard. Travis Scott, I think he did a fantastic job for that young man. Do you? Because I thought he was dog shit too. Chris, you Travis think anybody who's not nope. Wheeler Walker Jr. is dog nope. shit? Nope. And his, and his belt looked dumb <laughs> as fuck. But anyhow, Trav- nope. I mean, Big Boy stole the show for me. I, I think that was yeah. the best part of that entire halftime show. Me too. And he should have had the entire <laughs> halftime show because it would have been far better than, you know, Adam Levine. And, you know, the thing that grinds my gears about this douche, douche. he took his shirt off. And we know that removing of clothes for the Super Bowl is a very sensitive issue where, you know, Janet Jackson gets fined you know, thousands of dollars for a wardrobe malfunction doesn't appear at the Super Bowl, and she's kind of been off the radar ever since. And then Adam Levine's just ripping his shirt off like, hey, yeah, nothing's wrong. And, I mean, it just speaks to, again, the insensitivity to issues dealing with people of color. And I, I know I might be a little bit going overboard with it, but I'm, I'm sorry. I think the NFL has just shit the bed all the way across the board on this entire season and it culminated with Levine's performance and the removal of his shirt because he knew the show sucked and the only thing he could do to save it. But it just, you know, terrible, terrible, absolutely fucking terrible. Let's move on. Wow, you really hated Adam Levine's titties. I'm, I'm sorry, you crucified Janet Jackson for it. Yeah, but those were no big, other those per- were big no voluptuous other- titties. That was it- highly, those are highly offensive to my delicate sensibilities, bruh. I can't have I can't have big chocolate titties out in front of me on TV. You can't sprung wood. I you know honestly that's one thing I fucking miss. I did never see it. I I, I was in the kitchen getting dicking around and somebody was like, "Oh, Chad's titty was just out." I missed the whole thing. I never did see it. It was beautiful, sir. It was a beautiful sight. I would have liked to have seen him. 
So um, just a funny little side note here. I was talking to, uh, you, you know our wives talk, right? Yes, they speak English. I'm familiar. My wife talks to me all the time. No, they talk to each other. Oh, okay. And did you know our wives are actually surprised that we stuck to our podcast? Um, like they didn't, they didn't think we were going to be committed to this, man. And I, I'm, I'm slightly offended by that. Well, you know, how does that make you feel, Chris? Does that does that chap your ass a little bit? No, it's part of the course. I don't fall through with much in my life, <laughs> except for ram trucks and making babies. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, and and buying this motherfucking horse, we got a, the horse is oh, there. Oh yes, horse came. The horse has arrived. That homie Smokey, Smokey has showed has up. Has landed. Yep. Yep. So uh, how how does it feel to be the proud owners of Smokey? Uh, kind of excited. I was pretty excited when we got him. I, I've only spent about five minutes around him since we've had him the last couple of days, though. Cashy's been sick, and it's been super cold here, so uh, he hasn't really felt like going to see the, the horse. But uh, it's cool, man. I tried to uh, I tried to hug him, and uh, and uh, turns out he was not feeling being hugged. He didn't, friend zone. Yeah, he didn't enjoy the friend hug zone. He didn't. I, I didn't realize you're not supposed to try to manhandle and hug horses. Uh, I figured, you know, this is my horse. I'm gonna. I'm gonna what manhandle. twisted Western movies are you watching where men hug horses? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I hug my dog, so I figured I would hug this horse, and he was like, "You know what? Not today, buddy. We're, we're not cool like that yet." So he said, "No broke back mountain over here, bro." Yeah, he tried to. He, he let me know. So uh, we got we got some rules about boundaries now with him. Okay. Uh, I'm fed him an apple. That felt like I was going to lose a finger, probably. But <laughs> how's Brighton? How, the, the more important question: How is Brighton enjoying the horse? She loves the horse more than me. I think. Um, oh, yeah. Ooh, she, apparently, when I picked her from school today, she told me this morning that uh, she cried in the morning because she missed her horse that she saw just the night before and was going to get to see again in several hours. <laughs> Wow. So she loves this horse. She loves this horse. She's been out every day since we've had him. Even yesterday when it was uh even yesterday was really, really cold. She uh it was like four degrees. She went out and hung out with him for about forty five minutes, so I feel like this is that connection where you're just kinda gonna start shaking your head going, God, why did we get a horse? Uh no, if it makes her happy, I'm I'm good with it. Uh, of course. Of course. You always want to see the children happy until You've got to clean up the stable. Uh, yeah, that she's going to be doing that. She's a she's a proud owner of a horse. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it, Chris. You keep yeah. him, keep him, keep him grounded and keep him straight. Yeah, I don't fuck around. I'm not going to let him be lazy. Well, it's just until Cash starts asking for crazy animals out of the blue, like an alpaca or a goat. Uh, we might get a tiger, Mike Tyson level. Is that even legal in Denver? I don't give a fuck about legal, bro. Come yeah. on. Yeah, you you really don't give a shit. You don't have to have the fear of being incarcerated for just, you know, being you or walking across the street. So clearly you fear no legal consequences, sir. Yeah. Not at all, bro. Not at all. All right. Not Fair enough. A little bit. Fair enough. Did you check out Kingdom yet on Netflix, man? Or are you still just, you know, doing that? crazy shit where you don't listen to anything i say uh no i've i've been really busy and i uh i've been on this qb1 on netflix i'm i I just finished that series two seasons in what is it qb1 follows uh high school high uh, high school quarterbacks high rated high school quarterbacks start out with tate martell and um 
uh, Jake Fromm moving to Georgia. Uh, it's a uh, compelling. You could you could see which kind of kids are the shitheads and which kids aren't the shitheads. And turns out Tate Martell is a complete shithead. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know much about him, and then I, I I watched this and I was like, oh, he's a he's a fucking duh 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 douche. <laughs> Full douche. Yeah, yeah. The Jake Fromm was a pretty good kid. He was a nice, grounded kid. Real, uh, real grounded family. Cool dude. Uh, but this Tay Martell, he was a he was a fucking cocksucker. I, you know, it's so weird about high school sports anymore. I mean, obviously, going through the high school experience, you know, a lot of the jocks do have those huge personalities and attitudes. But you just get there are some that are just so well grounded. Um, it's refreshing to still see that that still exists when there are so many who are just complete assholes. When you just see like what college coaches are willing to deal with for talent, because if that kid didn't have talent, uh, he, really, I should, you wouldn't even hire him at Seven Eleven. He was just a fucking, he was a dick. Um, yeah. So that's I've been I've been pretty deep on that QB one. That's where I've been at. All right. Well, I might have to check that out. Pretty good shit. I doubt. Um, so you've been following the NBA at all, dude, or are you still still boycotting? Um, yeah, you know. It is what it is. I saw that Chris Stapp Porzingis got traded. I saw yeah, that, that happened. Yeah, the Knicks. I, saw, I, I officially nobody knows what the hell the Knicks are doing. I saw today that they're also the uh, the uh, highest valued NBA franchise in the league at four billion dollars, which doesn't make sense because the Knicks aren't worth a fuck. Ah, dude, I think it's all the sponsorships, man. Yeah, I mean something. It's your your prime smack dab central. New York City, and I mean, I've been to that place. Fantastic. Um, Do you mean that place is in Madison Square Garden or, or New York City? Madison Square, well, both actually. Both are fantastic. Um, it, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me. Hmm. Um, the Knicks name still carries a lot of weight. I mean, they don't have to be good to sell tickets. Um, you know, it's, just, it's the Knicks. Hmm. Um I, I don't understand what they're doing um, with with uh, trading Christos, but clearly they have a plan. Um, maybe it's going for Zion. Um, but I, I think they're going to get Kevin Durant, and I think they're going to get uh, Anthony Davis, and I think they're going to get Kyrie Irving. That's what I think. That's, that's what I think. Oh, man, that would be a nasty squad. Yeah, they'd be sick with it. Hey, you never know. Um, it's very interesting. Surprising Anthony Davis didn't end up in uh, L.A. today, but uh, we already heard from the Pelicans that they're not going to be hes- – they're not going to make any hasty moves. They want to get a solid quality deal out of this. They know what is, they're, what they're that, playing with. Is that the dumbest fucking team name in sports, the Pelicans? Is that the worst team name ever? No, no, it's actually not. Um, Pretty the, bad. The no. University of California, Santa Barbara, the slugs? banana slugs. Banana yeah. slugs? Banana slugs. Yeah, but nothing really instills fear about a pelican. Like, I've never been like, oh, fuck, here comes a pelican. That's <laughs> terrifying. You've never been a, a small fish in the big ocean, sir. Yeah, I've never to been them, a small pelicans fish. To them, pelicans are terrifying. Yeah, fucking stupid. That's a stupid ass. That's a really dumb mascot. Um. Uh, hey, 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 speaking hey, hey, of, hey, speaking hey, of hey, terrifying hey. animals, did you hear about the jogger in Colorado 
that suffocated a mountain lion that attacked him? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was me. That was me. Yep. Yeah, it was me. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, you know, I, I know wish it was me. You, you I wish it was shot. me. You that talk. dude. That dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That dude was a soldier. Um, <laughs> fucking coolest dude ever. Hey, yeah, come here, putty cat. No, you, you, you fucked with the wrong man. I, I don't know how your mind processes in that moment. Like, I gotta kill this some bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, it's well because some people are fight and some people are flight. Yeah, this dude was one of those fighters, and he was like. I just need to know how he did it. Like, if he got him in a rear naked choke, or if he just stuck his fingers up the cat's nose and the fucking stupid cat died. Like, I need to, I need to have more of the story. <laughs> I, I need to know exactly how it went down. Yeah, I'd be interested in the details. I saw it come across my news uh, screen the other day, and it was just um, one of those things you kind of double take. And I was like, it's a coolest. mountain lion? Choked it's the coolest. A mountain lion? Yeah, it's the coolest, man. It's a, that's, a, that's a serious move. I, I mean, that, that's, that's some pretty badass shit. Um, I feel like you, you could get some free beer in Denver. Um, you know, spread oh, and that stuff around. And you've got the ultimate one-upper story of all time. Like, oh, yeah, we were out hiking, and we saw this rattlesnake, and it scared the shit out of us. It, it, it's Yeah, no, yeah, uh, that's cool and everything. I saw a fucking mountain lion and it attacked me and then I killed it. That's like the, you're the ultimate one upper with that. You're the best dude ever. Please tell me more. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're, the, yeah. you're the you're the coolest dude ever. Absolutely. I, yeah. I completely agree. Completely oh, agree. All right, a boy. Uh, I I'm not fucking with mountain lions, so No. Not at all. What else you got, Chris? Anything uh you know, any TSA interactions lately? Nope. Nope. Nothing. I haven't been to the airport in a long time, which is good news. That's fantastic news. Yep. Sons of bitches. I don't know anything else. What's up with you, man? Anything cool going on? Any cool kid stories? Um, well, just trying to navigate. Uh, do you know anything about public school in Chicago? Ooh, no. <laughs> No, I went to a good school. Neither does anybody else. Um, so, no, Chicago Public Schools, uh, it's actually a fantastic program. It, it's literally an open enrollment for every public school in Chicago. Um, simply all you have to do is just say, I want my kid to go here, 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 and here, up to like 20 or so schools. And... Um, they put you in a lottery process. And so um, there's a couple of determining factors. Uh, obviously your neighborhood schools are, you're automatically able to get into those. But um, if you want to go to a school, let's say maybe it's on the way to work, it's like five miles away, but it's a quality ranked school. Um, you can put it in a lottery and to get it and hope to get in. Um, now there are some things that do work against you. Like there is sibling preference. So, if there's a kid in one school and they have a sibling and the parents want to put the sibling in the same school, they'll try to keep those uh, families together. So uh, they get some preference and then proximity does play a role in it as well. So people that are usually two miles and under uh, that want to go to that school, but it's not their neighborhood school, they get a preference in that uh, placement as well. But it's, it's a massive um, undertaking to do this process. And so recently I had Isaiah tested uh, for the gifted programs. Um, so hopefully we'll see how he does with that. We get our results in April. We'll also find out in April what schools we're able to get into. 
based on all the a number of criteria that will determine uh, whether uh, we can get in there. But it is quite the undertaking. I had a conversation with a parent today who's actually uh, gone through this process with uh, CPS and they said it was completely overwhelming, but they actually sent their kids to our neighborhood school and they love our neighborhood school. Our neighborhood schools greatly improved over the last few years. Um, so it is just still blowing my mind, all the stuff that goes into this. And then once we find out what schools it gets into, you have to make a decision by a certain date and it can be just one huge, um, thing to wrap your mind around and that's just what I'm currently trying to get all figured out to make sure my kid gets into the right school. Huh. That sounds like a hell of a lot of uh, a lot of stuff to going on there. Yeah, you know, I, I think we put in for like twenty schools uh throughout the city that are either on the way to work or like close by that aren't too far out of the way. Yeah. And um yeah, it, it is just it's it's something. Hmm, it sounds like it. I'm glad I don't have all that stuff to go through. Yeah, I'm, yeah. A, pa- I'm a path of least resistance kind of guy. I, I, I know you are, Chris. Yep. Yeah, path of least resistance. Yep. Absolutely. Um, you know, I just want to. I just want to take a moment out here to plug our fantastic sponsor, uh, Paps Blue Ribbon. <laughs> when you're thirsty and you need a cold, freshened beer, Paps Blue Ribbon's got you covered. <laughs> I don't know if there's a better beer for for six dollars than a Pabst Blue Ribbon. Um, I got I picked I picked six dollars for one beer. No, no, I picked up a six pack of sixteen medium sized boys, not the tall boys, just the medium boys. I picked up a six pack of those for six bucks, and I tell you, you, man, nothing nothing gets me going like a Pabst Blue Ribbon. Six dollars for six beers. There's 16 huh. ounces, dude. Huh. Yeah. I've never really known how much I pay for beer. That's it seems very cheap, though. Oh, it's it's incredibly cheap, and I, I think it's it's not a terrible beer. That's why I, I am just always so amazed at the quality that Paps is able to get out of their, their, their beer. Wow. Keep, keep the price so humble. Huh. Well, I will never know because I only drink Budweiser beer. And that's where you lose me, sir. There's a world of beer out there. You've got to try something else. Okay. Nope. You're going to fight me on this. Next time we're at the family reunion, I'm going to bring a selection of micro-brews, English toffee porters, and... That sounds (laughs) god-fucking-awful, bro. I'm not down for that. I I would never I would never Pass. suggest I would never suggest you to such screwed me. <laughs> I'm going snowmobiling in a couple of uh, next weekend, as a matter of fact, and I'm going to monster trucks this Sunday with Cashy. So Ooh. I've got a couple of big. Oh, and then I'm going to Dallas. My weekends are pretty full the next three weeks: monster trucks, snowmobiling, Dallas. Dallas. Yep. So uh, who are you going snowmobiling with, and what's taking you to Dallas, Chris? I am going to Dallas, or I'm going to snowmobiling with my brother. He's flying into Albuquerque, and he's riding uh, with our crazy friend. Uh, we're going to meet in Wolf Creek. I'm sorry, uh, did Wolf you Creek say Pass. Albuquerque and snowmobiling? Yeah, yeah. So you uh, so there's been, snow in Albuquerque. No, no. You drive like four hours, I think, uh, north of Albuquerque to like Wolf Creek Pass, Pagosa Springs area, southern Colorado. Um, okay. And there's very good snowmobiling there, apparently. They go up every weekend. So uh, we're going to be doing that with my crazy buddy. And uh, 
and my brother and uh my my dear dear friend mikey baldwin will be there he's a crazy fucking son of a bitch so i'm looking forward to it we should podcast from this this location nope there'll be no podcasting available Uh, there'll be no signaling up there there'll just be dude snowmobiling and stuff so that's that and then uh, we're going to dallas i'm going to dallas to uh see my brother's old house and his new house and uh, help him move heavy things from one house to the next house. Jesus, a new house. Nice. Yeah, he's getting quite the shack down there in Dallas. All right. Yeah. Look at you being such a sweet bait, you know, sweet older brother just to go down there and help move shit. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm also going to go down there and probably punch him in his stupid mouth. Oh, damn. That, uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you're going down to help and you're threatening bottle no there's no threatening about it i'm just gonna walk down i'm gonna punch him in his stupid fucking mouth and then we're gonna go about our business (laughs) the little shit (laughs) oh god i hope he kicks your ass (laughs) he can't that's impossible i i don't know dude you can sure you can sure try but i mean he's fucking five foot six and 125 pounds He's about the size of one of my legs. But he looks scrappy, though. He looks really scrappy. Yeah, yeah, he's he's scrappy, all right. But my size and, and distinct speed advantage is going to really beat the shit out of him. Did you say speed advantage? Yeah, yeah, because I'm going to sucker punch him. Oh, you, sir, are... There's a special place in hell for people like you who sucker punch people when they're not expecting it. Yo. Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, that was weird. It was uh, definitely something. Yeah, back to it. Chicka, chicka. Chicka, chicka, like we left something. Yep. Anyway, I was saying, um, you are such a sweet big brother to go help your little brother move and um, try not to damage his teeth when you punch him in the face. Okay. I'm going to try not to aim for the teeth. That'll cut my hand up. Yeah, no, definitely don't do that. That would uh, definitely fuck some shit up. Yep. All right, well, I was going to say we should probably wrap this up. I got to load a uh, whole closet full of... Get a saddle out for the new horse, so I've got a lot of uh, moving of furniture to do right now. All right, sir. Well, I'll let you get on. Um, Tell the great people where they can find you on the social medias. I'm CB2ONE4, CB214. All right, and I am Daryl uh, at all types of stuff, but on Twitter you can find me at Daryl O Daryl. That's D A R Y L O H D A R Y L, and also on Instagram you can find me at Daryl Twenty One. And don't forget, guys, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Dope Podcast T W O D O P E P O D C A S T. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I've been Daryl. And I've been Chris. Bye. And you guys have been awesome. Later.